Like if it was fictionalized? Well, yeah, but like if it was people that did that, that'd be like a really crazy, like contagion style movie. Dude, that's what I thought of immediately. I, I was like, this is like a crazy apocalypse movie where you have like the two like raider guards to the compound, like, no, he's sick with the virus. Take him out to the to the Black Hills, to the dead, <laughs> you know, the whatever graveyard, uh, like the forsaken graveyard. They like drag him out there, and they're like, you know what to do, Achanus. <laughs> yes, Diocles, and they like kill each other. Uh, Jesus. After they decap, you know, it's like the brutal world of of twenty forty or twenty, yeah, eighty eight. You know, the this, lives of I don't know. This just sounds Quentin. like Justinian's plague. Anyways, go on. Was it called Fantastic <laughs> Fungi? <laughs> yes, yes. Let's make this movie. It's called Fantastic Fun <laughs> Fungi, but it's like it's like Turbo Kid, you know, in that it's like, oh, this is gonna be fun and cool, but uh, <laughs> we go way further than Turbo Kid, and it's like brutal as fuck from the start. In the <laughs> year five forty one A.D., the I world. I googled mushroom documentary Netflix, <laughs> and there's an actual documentary called Fantastic Fungi. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, that's actually what it's called. What am I? Yes, that's what I watched. I'm pretty sure that's what it. Right? It's on Netflix. Yeah. Okay, I like did not connect those dots. Not gonna lie. Like, this older guy with a beard and it, Brie Larson is on the cast. For that guy. Uh, the guy with the beard is great. He's fucking super weird, but he's like really smart. Not gonna lie, I googled that earlier too, but I didn't want to say anything. So, <laughs> so thank you, Emma, <laughs> for this fantastic fun guy moment. Yeah, seriously, uh, what the hell is Brie it. Larson doing in this? That's what I was wondering. I think she narrates parts of it. Okay, oh, I was gonna say, does, like, Captain Marvel come to kill the termites? <laughs> no, 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 I, she narrates, <laughs> it's very, it's really weird. She, the narration she, if it's who I think she is, the narration she does is, like... Strange. Uh, yeah, well, most of it isn't her. It's just these, like, intermediary parts, like, in the beginning and then in the middle. It's just these little parts that are, like, uh, she just says this, like, weird stuff in prose. And it's like, okay, <laughs> let's let's calm down, guys. Mm-hmm. They're, they're just mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> they're just fungus. I mean, they're not just fungus. Like, it's fucking bananas. Like, apparently it's, like, it's, like, a whole thing. Watch the excited. documentary. They're like all connected under the ground, and like they 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 communicate with each other the same way like the internet works. Or, you know, <laughs> oh, similar wow. to the way they it's fucking insane. No, try like watch the fucking. I'm not like you know, it's backed up by science. Like it's not they're not like crazy. It's like no, it's like a real real phenomena. It's insane. That's it's whack. like a crazy phenomena in nature. Um, but like there's all these theories about how fungus. Uh, you know, it was at the beginning and laid down the ground roots for life to actually start because, like, mm. it can break down and recycle anything that's like carbon, any like carbon based like thing, like any like organic thing that is created can be broken down by fungus in some way and, and remade into like material that you know that's like the beginning and end it's bananas it's it's really cool to think about and again you know the whole time i was watching it i was, th- I was thinking this is why spore druids are the best <laughs> this is why circle of the spore is the best druid circle to take oh my god yeah I... they, they're the beginning and the end they're they're the fungal folk <laughs> the fungal folk Fungi the myconids in D like 
Nobody knows this, but they're the actual like some people like Terrask is the worst monster in D D because it's just like it consumes everything. It's the Mykonids because they can control everything. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, not really, actually, but but anyway. Yes. Mushrooms. Yeah. I don't like eating them. Oh really? I love them. Never really I really had them. I can't get into them. Uh. We we kept putting them in our eggs and stuff, Jacob and I. We made, like, tater tots with mushrooms and eggs. <laughs> I like the idea of mushrooms. I just, like, was I've eaten them. Yeah, it was great. Salt and pepper. Sorry, Emma. No, you're good. No, I'm not. You're awful. <laughs> Thank you very much. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just such a texture person, and I can't, I don't know, there's something about them that I'm like, 100%. Ugh. I can't stand squishy foods for the most part. I don't know Dude. why. Fuck tomatoes. <laughs> Amen to that. You think so my, my brother eats them like apples. Oh, <laughs> what a freak. It just like eats. <laughs> it's like eating a squishy ball. <laughs> I think tomatoes, like a fresh garden tomato, is one of the most beautiful yeah. like smells in the world, and oh, I yeah. want so badly to like it, but it just it it's just not me. happening. And it's it's totally the texture. It's entirely yeah. like I'll eat I'll I have tomato yeah. sauce. I'll do ketchup, but like. Oh I, yeah. No, I do not fuck with a tomato slice or a tomato because on a sandwich. One of Ugh. my favorite breakfasts, like snackos or whatever, <laughs> is you take some like toast. You make some cool toast, preferably on like a loaf of bread. Mm. You gotta like slice up knife wise. Mm. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you throw that in a you throw that in a toaster. You get it crispy, and then you drizzle a little uh, olive oil. No, no, no. You take a garlic clove, cut that fucker in half, scrape that shit onto the toast. Mm. No butter. Then you drizzle a little bit of olive oil over where you just scrape that garlic clove on there, and you'd be surprised. Only need to do like two or three pass bys. It's fucking bananas. The bread like absorbs <laughs> all the garlic juice like immediately. Wow. Then you throw two tomato slices on that shit. So good. I would do that with some other form, like in, if maybe instead of maybe an avocado. I could do avocado or like uh, some basil. I love basil. Mm. Basili. I like basil. That maybe wouldn't be very what about, substantial, but I do like basil. What about... What about... No, <laughs> what? I'm, trying to think, I'm trying to think of a good substitute. I know. But you start thinking about... I think avocado was a good idea, but... Mm. I do like a... Avocado, but avocados have such an evil reputation. I know. I like you know? them. I think they're good. They usurped the throne on Uthax 5. Uh... <laughs> You know, we can never forget. That, like, no, <laughs> and we will never forget. I mean, the pod people <laughs> are have been like transformed since that incident. They're like complete mind slaves to the avocados. It's fucked. My sibling has this joke where every single time we split open an avocado, they go, "God, another wooden ball." Could the avocado makers get a little creative with the toys they put in? Uh-huh. <laughs> and it makes Take me that. laugh every single time. So, you know what's really twisted about that, though? <laughs> is that that wooden ball is actually a recording device. That's how the avocados <laughs> like keep an eye out. Oh, shit. God you damn know. it. It's, it's a good thing that you throw them out. And that's what the old toys and kinder eggs are what Canadian intelligence uses to spy on Americans. 
<laughs> no, that's how they that's how they choke our children because we're too <laughs> foolish to understand that that's not candy in the center. Well, you know what? That's how I was drawn up in the blueprint. Now the objective that's, has changed. That's that's how they get back at us for all the jokes we make about how polite they are. <laughs> yeah, not so polite now, huh, motherfucker? <laughs> Oh yeah, choke on that. You thought we were nice. You thought <laughs> exactly. They drink their Canadian beer and laugh at us. <laughs> their Canadian beer. I've never been to Canada. Neither have I. Uh, my brother lives there. Oh yeah, I forgot. Same, I never left the country. David. He was in Montreal, right? Yes. Say something interesting. Tell me a story, <laughs> like Johnny Maguri. <laughs> you said you never left the country. Is that what you just said? Yeah, I never left the country. Tell me The farthest I went to that. was Florida. Okay. Well, the farthest I went to was Florida. How was um, Florida? It was This was before pandemic, so, you know, it was way more safer. Yeah. But it's still... Well, then well it's still York. Florida, so... Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> it was more... It was safer. All I'm saying is it was safer than it is now. I know. Oh, I yeah. think there's, like... There's some, like, concert going on. I forget what the festival's called. Is I know there was, like, something happening. I think it was Lollapalooza, oh yeah. Which I was shocked that that was still happening. Was I'm shocked about me. everything, David. <laughs> I was just, I was very, because I know, look, like, I know, like, we, most, like, most people have had their shots, but now with the, that Delta thing, I'm like, all right, are we yeah. bringing it back? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's, like, that's what I've been hearing is exactly, it's, yeah, we're just going to have another big wave. You know, Fauci's yeah, really Yeah, I heard upset. some countries were already, yeah, I heard some countries were already, like, all right, we're doing curfews again. Like, already? Mm. Here's the thing. Y'all aren't welcome. It's happening. It, it, people got to get vaccinated. And and the thing about it is, like, like I don't know. It's like, you know, oh, well, some people are still getting sick with the Delta variant because of the vaccine. Yeah, but they're not dying. Yeah. And that's what's important. That's the important it's, it's part. Like, exactly. Like, you're not going to have permanent complications now because you've got the fucking vaccine. I was, I was just listening to, uh, not to, I mean, I don't know. I was listening to a podcast where a pulmonor, pulmonology pulmon, pulmonology specialist, a pulmonologist, I don't know why I said that so weird, mm-hmm. a pulmonologist. I should know this because I have asthma, and I used to see a pulmonologist every, like, oh, okay. every, every mm-hmm. uh, six months. Um, I would do my little PFTs. But anyway, this woman came on, and she was just explaining, like, all this shit about the vaccine and, like, all the, like, and just brought up all you know, some of the most common concerns. And she just, you know, she had reasonable answers for them all. So it's like, get the vaccine. By the time this comes out, you know, it's probably not going to, hopefully it's not going to matter. But, uh, you know, people like are afraid of like, you know, all the shit it's going to do to you. And it's like, one of the things that surprised me, I didn't know this is like, uh, the way that it's in, comes into your body, your body breaks it down, uh, like pretty quickly within like I, th- I can't remember what she said but like within a, at least a week like your body breaks down all the stuff that was carrying the the vaccine uh like like the viral information because it's just it's just messenger rna going into your body it's 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 basically just like a code it's like an instruction manual yeah. for your immune system to read <laughs> and then and then once it's done it throws the instruction manual out and it's gone it's done your body just it's like okay now i know what to do in case this gets into me um and so there's no, like, people are like, they're putting chips in me. It's like, it's a fucking they, impossible. I was talking to Jacob about this. Jacob was telling me, he's like, yeah, no microchip is small enough to fit inside of a hypogen. Well, it's not possible. Well, even th- and Jacob, like, makes that shit. He knows how that shit. Yeah. Anyway. Well, even then, it's just like, they don't need, the like, governments and, you know, intelligence organizations don't need microchips to track you. You're, they already do that no. through every single facet of technology you they have. have your, 
your they, cell phone, they have your, your smart social security watch. number, they have, and exactly that. Yeah, yeah, they don't they don't need a microchip to track you. They'll follow every move you make because you activated you know locations on your phone, exactly. and they can just do that. Yeah. So yeah. it's just like people are so willing to believe it in the extreme just because it's so far fetched, mm-hmm. even though there's a completely logical way of breaking it down. You know, it's kind of like and. That's why I get really scared of these people because it's like they're throwing logic out. Like as someone who like bases my life on reason and logic because I'm so terrified of like reality (laughs) collapsing around me. It scares me when people not sorry to cut you off, but like anyway, continue. But that's I get very that's why I'm like afraid to leave my house because I'm like, who the fuck knows what I'm going to run against now? That's a fair point. You know, it's just. You know, the internet's a relatively new medium, and, you know, with a new medium, there's always, you know, the not only the snake oil salesman that's trying to convince you otherwise, but at the same time, there are, you know, people that, you know, use a brand new platform that people don't fully understand, and they push... Take advantage. Yeah, they push an agenda or a narrative that doesn't, you know, actually have any facets of merit or reason... But they know that people will believe it, and if they can reach enough people, then that confirmation bias that a single person might have until they run into the odd chance of running into one person that actually believes in them, now that's just everyone is hooked up to it, and they can meet up and talk whenever they want, you know? It's not like... The scary part is that they are more united in their lunacy than ever because it's instantaneous as opposed to trying to, you know, rally another Salem witch trials back in like 1840. And it's just like, you're still on about that. (laughs) You know, you know what I mean? (laughs) Yes, I do know what you mean. It's just, Uh, that's the scariest part is that as long as you have one person that believes in it and they have the ability to reach anybody on the face of the world, they will be able to recruit somebody else. And that'll just keep happening. Dude, uh, yeah, no, like, I'm trying to remember, like, the phrase of whatever is born every minute, but I'm trying to inverse it into that, like, yeah, wacko. I mean, we can't, I don't want to use, yeah. you know, there, what do we call it, like, psycho, but, uh, yeah, no, there's people, like, a, a conspiracy theorist is born every second, and, <laughs> and, yeah. Yeah, you're you're totally right. If somebody has, like, you know, they, we have this really easy way to disseminate pretty wild information and ideas, yeah. and then people. Part of the thing, like one of the things, I feel like is the like. It's also a matter of like, sort of self-efficacy. Yeah. They buy into it to feel like they have control over. What feels like a yeah. situation that is out of control, and so they're like latching onto it to be like. Okay, I can now I can make sense of this. I have this crazy ideology to follow. <laughs> well, also, um, part of what I've learned from like this whole shenanigan, um, and there was an interesting article that I found, uh, I want to say like two months ago, where it was a video game designer explaining how people fall into something like the QAnon pipeline, and mm. he explains it by you know. Ex- by previous anecdotes of him designing a puzzle game. And, well, the four of us are very well aware of, you know, how puzzles in a video game will work, especially, 
like a lot of it involves around like looking for clues, like just around like the map of the sandbox and trying to find everything together, look for something strange and weird. But what ends up happening sometimes is people will think that they found clues that actually have nothing to do with the game whatsoever. And then, you know, they just kind of buy into it. It's called, uh, this phenomenon is called guided apothenia, which is, you know, its definition is the tendency to perceive a connection or meaningful pattern between unrelated or random things, parentheses, such as objects or ideas. And so Hmm. when you put that onto not only an international scale, but also when you put it into the realm of politics and put that on the backdrop of espionage, then people think like, oh, they know all the clues to everything. Like, oh, you know, there's, you know, that alleyway over there leads to a warehouse where they shot the moon landing back in 1969 and everything like that. And it's just like, no, that's not at all. You're just think, you know, something and you're flexing your confirmation bias to try and validate this point. You're like, I've got no comment because I like you, you're you're putting words to my ramblings by bringing up this sweet. What was it called again? Uh, guided. Uh, guided apathia. Yeah, guided apathenia. Apathenia. Yeah. Hold, uh, hold on, I'm gonna drop the link. So the- so that that is what I am afraid of is these people that like that exactly that's like it's not even that they're like allowing themselves to be misguided is that. Yeah, they they've they've like latched onto and exactly what you said, something that they think is there that's not there, and so that that but then but then not not stepping outside of themselves to look at the fact that they're actually oh no 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 I'm mistaken I'm actually I misunderstood no 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 I'm looking in the wrong place like you know they're 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 the people that play the game and they think that like oh this rock this rock is what I need. Why can't I make this rock work? Why can't, and then they quit and they stop playing the game or they keep trying to make the rock work. And then and then like you said before there's there's <laughs> there's like folks similar to ourselves who will go, "Oh, well, if the rock's not working, yeah. that seems a little outlandish. Maybe this other thing will work." And then like step back and like like it's it's the like yeah. It, it's almost like it's it's easier to just obsess over that like connection that you think you found that's like oh this is true because everybody else is saying it isn't true and and i've found these like you said these clues that are hidden here that nobody else can see uh then then facing the reality of like no it's it's actually a lot simpler than that and and you're just whatever the world's the world sucks and it sucks partially because yeah people contribute to that suckingness and we need to be super hyper aware of that too. Yeah. It's like sometimes people take like one of Shakespeare, uh, not Shakespeare, but Sherlock Holmes is a famous quotes where he says, when all the evidence is eliminated, whatever is remaining, no matter how improbable is the truth. People take that to a different extreme sometimes. And it's just like, yeah, I don't, <laughs> I just, I, I, to, I to do think know that the moon landing never happened. Yeah, like I do know, <laughs> but at the same time, I'm upset that I do. Oh yeah. Wait, what do you mean? Well, it's just like like I can understand why people go down these rabbit holes. It's just upsetting oh, yes. that they do. No, yeah, that and that's why I am upset too, Connor. That's why I'm like I have no faith in the rest of humanity. <laughs> that's why, like that's why we're on a rocket. That's why we're in space. space. <laughs> Exactly. That's why we left Earth behind because we didn't want to put up with these fucking QAnon psychos. Uh, 
you know, and all the other weird things that have, you know, come crawling out of their fucking holes during this, you know, <laughs> hell that's been unleashed upon the world. Uh, anyway, um, but Lollapalooza, David, any, any, any other, <laughs> any other reports? Any other anecdotes of Florida? <laughs> Where would you want to go if you could? Can't leave really the think of any at the moment. But David, where would you go? Like, where would you go? Like, like if if I was like, you could go wherever you want. Wherever. And and you could go there for a week. We're talking like to live or to visit. Uh, well, what would you prefer? I was gonna give you like a week, and I'll give you like modest living, like like D and D. You know, only so yeah. much. Like, hey, I'm not gonna put you in the Ritz. You know, I'm not gonna buy you the best meals. But, you know, I'll take you down like a cool, oh, like a cool hidden venue. I'll pay for your flight. Oh. Yeah, or like a good backyard bash with some like good homemade country food wherever the country is. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking of Switzerland only, but it's like I, you know, I don't have friends everywhere. Uh, well, just imagine being at like like a family owned B and B somewhere. You have talked about Switzerland okay. enough that yeah, you have talked about Switzerland enough that it does seem like a good place to visit. Yeah, I would probably go to like Rome or Greece just because for the mythology, yeah. I'm a sucker for mm. that. So, mm. so much history there. I want to check out Austria at some point because the country side is just gorgeous i drove through austria once and it is really pretty yeah um, there are a couple places this one's nice to visit for sure it's very it's very pretty there it's very expensive and mm. uh they're very weird <laughs> about foreigners they're not necessarily like from so? from what i know they're anyway go on i don't want to i don't want to shit on switzerland's cool i don't want to <laughs> sorry uh. What were you going to say, David? No, no, you're good. I want to know this. Like, how is it different from, um, I know each country is different from ours. There's so many different customs and everything. Uh. How is it different? I mean, I don't know. Like, uh, the cities are, like, way more, like, compact, I guess. They're they're really pretty. The roads by is what I mean more so than the cities, because the cities are all pretty old. For the, Well, some of them are. Uh, and the cars look a little different to compensate for that. But, uh, no, the thing I was saying about the foreigners is just... They're not like xenophobic or necessarily like I mean you get you get you get you know prejudice in any in any lot there's always a few bad apples but uh uh they're like it's almost cute <laughs> uh like how some of them are like so well fascinating but some of them are really like you know neapolitan you know it depends on where you are um in in the country because it's got like three different it's technically got two primary languages, I guess. I think German is. I think it most most of the country is German. I honestly can't remember. Huh. Uh, but then they also speak French and Romance. Huh. Uh, I remember. But it's really pretty. You told me something about Switzerland once that I still think about pretty constantly. Because um, we were talking about I how hope it was true. I don't know if it's true. <laughs> <laughs> you were talking about how you have like a new life philosophy based on like the way you interact with people because in America or, or probably like, you know, more than just America, but at least that's what we can experience. We we're so precious when it comes to like, like regarding other people's feelings and our oh, own feelings. The incredible, that, the incredible superficiality. Yeah. And like the, Oh yeah. no, don't worry about it. And the blah, blah, blah. But like the whole time you're just honest. really pissed off. And you were like in Switzerland, there's none of that. Like if a person is mad at you, 
but they don't hate you, they're going to tell you they're mad at you because they don't associate it with like a long term hatred for your like person. Like they're just like, I'm annoyed in this moment. Yeah. Trying to correct your behavior. And I was like, hey, quit being a dickhead. Yeah. Like I thought that was really, I don't know, like it shouldn't necessarily be fascinating, I guess. But I thought that was really fascinating because I think especially as you get older, or at least as I've gotten older, you start to recognize like it's okay to have like little annoyances with people or with situations and then like have that not affect the image of the thing or the person as a whole like i have people that i love dearly that i would never want to let go of that have pissed me off and like it's never changed that and of course everyone's experienced that we all piss each other off to some degree but like you're human but but exactly but we never talk about it we never like we never mention it it's a puritan society oh my god (laughs) see I wanted somebody to say that because I feel See, like spot on the superficiality is ingrained with yeah, the fact yeah. that we were yeah. originally and, settled and by the English. My, and when you see... My host brother... Yeah, yeah. Go on, go on. Yeah. Go on, go on. Well, no. well, when you see or, you know, watch or observe a lot of not only, you know, British comedy and British media, you see a lot of times that superficiality, like, amped up to 11 because it's just mm. such a cultural taboo to be perceived as or you know display some level of rudeness or improper reality and i feel like that has transferred over so much into american society because of the settlement of you know puritans and english colonists all the way back so i feel like that's where a good portion of it comes from but anyways yeah no my, my host brother marcel said said uh said that he would talk to me about that. He was like, he caught on to that right away when he was, I don't think he was actually in, I think he was in Canada. He wasn't actually in the U.S., but he was right on the border um, near Niagara Falls. Uh, and I can't remember the town he was in, but I don't I also don't want to say. Um, but anyway, he was in, he was in Canada. Uh, but it's similar-ish sort of like society or cultural sort of. Uh, and he noticed that there was the, the like, sort of like yeah, waspy like you know. <laughs> waspy, he was, yeah, fair. He well, he told me this story like I guess his his host family was throwing a party and he was really sick. He was actually sick, like he had like the flu or something. And he's like, I'm not gonna be at the party today because I'm not feeling well. I'm gonna stay in my room if you don't mind. I don't want to get other people sick, and I'm not feeling well. I'm not gonna be any fun. And and again, I, I don't want to spread the flu around, so I'm gonna stay in my room. I'm gonna like quarantine in my room. And I guess this host family, I think he got along with the kids, like the people his age. But uh, I think the parents are maybe the mom was kind. Of, I can't remember the dynamic because this was years ago. They told me about this. Yeah. But um, basically, she just kept being like very passive aggressive and very like. She wouldn't come out and say it, but she was like, "Oh no, no, no! You're you're gonna come down, and, and it's gonna be great, and blah blah." And she like kept like hinting at what she wanted him to do, and not like saying like, "No, I want you at the party for X, Y, and Z," and the, you know, blah 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 blah. And she just be you know like that that just like, uh, I don't know how to say it. The like Professor Umbridge type oh. of <laughs> way like of a like, sickly <laughs> sweet <laughs> sort of like, "Oh no, no, it's all, you know, you will." There are those cool. that have said that Voldemort has returned. That is a lie yeah (laughs) but you you know what i mean yeah and there's a lot of that here there's in in like i can feel it 
when people do it yeah. and it always like makes me sad because it's like do you, it's like, are you really not like afraid of me like do you mm-hmm. not want to tell me how i actually feel like are you are you scared of me are you intimidated by me like are you intimidated by the reaction like, just do it's it it's okay if you look like a <laughs> Let dick me for out. an instance just tell me what you feel <laughs> yeah listen listen we we got years i'll fucking get over <laughs> it at some point you know who cares mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and vice versa, like, cause I, I, I can be a huge asshole sometimes. Uh, can I ask? I feel like uh, yes. <laughs> well, we we were talking about you know Switzerland, and, you know we were talking about you know waspy culture. Um, do you guys have any anecdotes of uh, Scotland because of Fringe? Yeah. I never actually went. Oh. Yeah, we were supposed to go a couple my, years my, ago. Yeah. But... Oh. Shit, I... COVID happened mm-hmm. before my time. Damn. I went in I 2018. Okay, I'll take, we'll take we'll take human pasta to French. Go on. <laughs> well, I was actually gonna say because we're coming up on 36 minutes here for our first part. Oh yeah, we might. Do we want to take a break, take a break oh, okay. and jump back into it when we come back? Yeah, no problem. Yes, yeah, so we can. We can wasp. We can Scott wasp. <laughs> Scott, that Scott the was. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well. Break time, bye. <laughs> Hello and welcome back, everybody. Uh, we were just having a lovely, lovely little discussion about a little place called Scootlandia. Um, <laughs> Connor, Connor was asking, what, what exactly was the question you were asking me about Scotland? Well, I was... Well, I was wondering if you had any little anecdotes about the ye old land of Caledonia, as they used to say in the olden days. Caledonia? Did they really? Well, that was before, you know, that was when the Picts were around, and the Romans had their wall and everything. <laughs> um, but yeah. I mean, History. I had a generally very positive experience with, with Scotland for the most part. I don't, I didn't have it, like, I want to be like, oh, yeah, like, this crazy thing happened, but, like, most of it was just, like, chill. We we did see, because I was there for Fringe Fest um, as a performer, and so we would interact with other performers a lot of the time, like, when we saw them in the streets, be like, I saw your show! There was what I, oh, oh! <laughs> yes. <laughs> I saw the worst show that I've ever seen when I was in Scotland. <laughs> oh yes. Go on. Holy shit. I literally forgot. Okay. I don't want to put them on blast or anything. I but I'll so I'm not going to mention the name of the group. I don't even know if I remember the name of the group. Um we met them. They were super nice, it. but like it was this show that was meant to be a modern adaptation of Romeo and Juliet. And (laughs) it it was um, supposed to be from like a feminist perspective. (laughs) And I literally still, I can find it somewhere. I still have the, the little like postcard flyer for it. And it was like, J&R, fuck the patriarchy. Like it had quotes on it. And we were like, okay, this might be kind of fun. It's 2018. We'll get into it. Um, And we we went and the first so it was in a small kind of a black box, but it was on like a uh, not a thrust, but it was like half one third of the audience. It was it was shaped like an L. So like some Uh, of the audience was kind of on the stage hmm. um, in this little black boxy sort of space. And it was a two performer show. So it was just Romeo and Juliet. And they weren't very good. (laughs) 
Which, uh, you know, it's it's a, just a bunch of amateurs chilling in Scotland, having their time doing their thing. Lovers, oh. of, Lovers the of the art. So it's cool. Like, I'm not there to comment on that. Um, because I was also 18 and probably not all that great at the time, especially. Um, but so it's... Yeah, that's when you had that's wings. That's when I had wings. I, like, I hadn't even sprung oh. yet. But um, I it started with the girl speaking contemporarily and the guy speaking in like Shakespearean old English. And pro- <laughs> so we, we were like at first, cause it was, it was also, I keep adding stuff in, but it was set in an airport, like at 3am. <laughs> oh <laughs> and so, my and God. Woman, like sitting at her little airport table, very, very bare set, whatever. But she's like, and he kind of like approaches her tiny little stage, but he's like, eyeing her like, damn, I love the way this girl's looking. And she's like, <laughs> um, hi, can I help you? And he starts quoting actual like Romeo lines at her. So at first we're all kind of looking at each other, all excited, like, oh man, is this going to be a show where like, she's like from the modern day and he speaks oh. entirely in Shakespeare and that would be so cool. But he drops it after about 30 seconds. So we were uh. like, all right, let's see where this goes. Uh. And to make a long story short, it was just a very, very poorly written, incredibly virtue signally like it, it, like it took every hot button topic of the the era and just sort of tried to throw them all in at once. So like <laughs> there was one point because her whole thing, the whole thing too, was like fuck the patriarchy. We're advertising this, and the whole reason that she was getting on a plane was to go be with a guy that she didn't want to be with. And we were like, so what was that all about? Yeah, pretty um, sure that was the patriarchy right there. <laughs> <laughs> but so like, like for example, one of the I remember one of the lines because they were talking about how Romeo. He was like, I know you. I've seen you before. And she's like, what? What are you talking? About? about you've never seen me we've never met and he goes no i saw you through the window and she's like the window and he goes at the protest and like oh. that's they never bring it up again uh. they don't even mention <laughs> like, yeah, I remember oh my god <laughs> this this was when we were oh working at the protest like and they didn't mention what the uh. protest was for they didn't even mention what i don't remember if they mentioned what city it was, it was in but she was like oh why are there <laughs> windows at a protest oh my god because it's a it's a protest I think the idea was like he was working at a cafe or something and he saw her like marching through the streets outside and he was like, wow, there's definitely not a thousand people here. I'm taken with this one yeah. woman. He's, um, <laughs> he's just like at her and he's like, oh my a- God, that's a sweet hat. <laughs> <laughs> but like the, the piece de resistance was, um, do you guys know that test? Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. I think I know the what you're one, talking about. I've done it before as an acting exercise. I think it's called 36 and 4. And the idea is you sit down and there's a, less, a list of 36 questions that slowly get more and more like intimate and personal. And you ask them to each other back and forth. And then at the end of all the questions, you're supposed to look each other in the eyes for four minutes. And it went, it was very clickbaity and went around as like the 36 questions to follow. Oh, yeah. This this one that every sociologist was pushing around to determine like human intimacy. Hold hold on. You you stare in their eyes for four minutes? Ugh. Just complete silence. When I did it, we didn't do it in silence. We like, they were like, like, you can talk, it's cool. And so we were like, hey, notice how awkward this is. (laughs) 
but it was funny at least. I would be dead. I remember, so, I remember they did an episode of Big Bang on this. But anyways, go oh, on. Really? Yeah. But so that the that gist was, she's about to get on this plane to fly away to God knows where, and she doesn't want to <laughs> go. But she's like, I'm going for him, and it's like, okay, well, you didn't have to do that. Um, and Romeo's like, no, please, like, please stay for just another minute or two. And she's like, I have to get on the fucking plane, dude. And he's like, I'm a man. Yeah. You're a woman. Sit down. You don't understand. And he goes, no, give me two. I want to say it was two minutes, but it might have been four. I think it was two. Four would have been a bit much. But he goes like, give me two minutes. And we were like, no. And he was like, I want to try something. And we were like, no. And we watched the actor in real time take out his cell phone and plug two minutes on the counter and then put it on the table. They sat down and stared at each other in silence for the entire duration. But the thing is, they couldn't, like, the girl couldn't stop fidgeting, like, so it, even, like, oh, yeah. the magic of the oh. moment that could have been was broken, because she kept, like, rolling her eyes and tossing her hair, they would shift in their seat and make a squeaky noise, so it was just this really uncomfortable, like, how do you, like, how do you, oh, God. I love it, that's good for them, <laughs> going out there, doing their thing, saying what they were trying to, even if it was incoherent <laughs> and didn't follow any, like, was... thread. I mean, I was, <laughs> it was awful. You you told me this story at length yeah. a few years ago, and it was yeah no this was not a we, we spoke hey, to the um, they made the director home. after the fact because she was in the audience and we were like hey great job like you know you you went out you did that and she was like thank she was this little mousy brown haired woman and she was like <laughs> she was like thank you so much like it just we really wanted to put ourselves mm. into the work and blah, blah, blah. And we were like, totally cool. Anyway, we're putting on a couple of shows that don't suck as bad. And we like gave her our yeah. flyers and they, they told us, they were like, we're going to come, we're going to come. And every time we met actors that said they were going to come to our shows, we always went to theirs and they never came to ours. What is but this? Anyway. What is the, <laughs> what is the director of the Shakespeare show you're talking about? I can, I, for whatever reason, the image I get is just like they have a beret on and a plaid <laughs> skirt. I don't know why. I feel like she was wearing a turtleneck. I could be wrong, oh, but I imagine. Yes. Those yes. Fuck also, yes. In the summertime. It was August, Hell yeah. So that might be something I made That's really up. It's really 95 degrees, humid as hell, walking around. I'm gonna, um, so I know I smell like sweat and shit, but I'm an artist. <laughs> Why no? I don't need to wear oh deodorant. God. That is Sweating an instrument of the patriarchy. <laughs> it's actually exactly. never too hot there, which is nice. But yeah. yeah no, it is, for whatever reason, temperate climate and the islands of Britannia are weird. <laughs> I only learned recently mm. that people in like those places in Europe, they don't have like air conditioning in their homes. So when a heat wave hits, <laughs> oh, they're yeah. like, fuck. Yeah. Cause they would freeze. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's nuts. It's, it's just so inherent here that I'd never well, considered no, like, it. It's like that in Switzerland too. Right. And it gets really hot in Switzerland and they still don't have AC in a lot of government buildings because they don't well for them it's the air quality. They're very like Swiss air is so good we don't want to fuck it up any more than mm. we should. Uh like they have this weird thing with that and I I don't think that that's all of it but that's that's Why part of it. Cuz it it gets fucking hot there. It can at least. Why no man? You can't put a patent on this air cuz it's air. <laughs> Yeah, but it's Swiss air. <laughs> yeah, it's but weird. what is this, the Lorax? You're going to can it and air. sell it to me? <laughs> Shh. 
It's Swiss air. I know. Like every time you get off the train, everybody lights up. A fucking a thousand people light up a cigarette. Yes. <laughs> ah, that's Swiss that's air. Yum mm, yum. Yeah. <laughs> Gulp like, it down. I'm sorry, Emma. I think I cut you off. I'm sorry. I trampled over you with my Swiss <laughs> air. <laughs> so, uh, I flew over you. I should say. Right on the the backs of that thick Swiss air. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. That anyway, that was that my was, funniest Scotland anecdote. I that think. was a wonderful story, I might oh. add. It was it was not a class. wonderful experience. Good for them. <laughs> I wish I was there to see it. Like that would have been great. Honestly. They were probably nervous as fuck. Like that's why they were so twitchy. Possibly. I think I would hate to do that. I think it's possible they were just very mediocre <laughs> what they did. Mm, yeah, but we don't want to sound. We don't want to shit. No, no. I mean, mean. calling yeah. it mediocre sounds. Every, mm. Well, I, 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 it was. Yeah, I mm. mean, just pop a. <laughs> Are you so much better? No, that's the thing. <laughs> well, I mean, I actually, I haven't seen you act. I think really. I'm a decent actor. Yeah. You are. I've won you really some are. Awards. I like. I'm, I'm have not you too seen shabby. any of the shows yeah. you were in? Though? Um, did you see Student Body? Oh, I saw. I oh, <laughs> no. I didn't see that, and I didn't see Puffs. Wait. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Student body. Student body. I did sort of see that. Because you were, I think you worked uh, on it. You were back. Because that was. That was, that that was what the a one. show. Jesus Sorry. Christ. That was my first show that was... at school. And I was also in the shop. Okay. That was the one with the video yeah, camera. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. Like the tape of the, oh, goodness. Yeah, that was a crazy was. show. Dave. Who, was who did that? Was that that was, was, that was him? <laughs> Don't say his real name. David, the, my Love favorite that. part about going to see that show with you was the fact that throughout the whole night you were saying the fuckery. Yeah, because there was so much fuckery. Like, <laughs> I really was just looking at it like, what are oh, we yeah. doing? Look exactly. Like, someone just do it. <laughs> how how am I supposed <laughs> to like any of you? There was so much fuckery. What oh do you want God. me to say? Oh, uh, what a show. <laughs> Jesus. What a show. Yeah, it was a wacky show. I, I still have the script for it. Because <laughs> I, I was looking through it the other oh, day, boy. and I was like, my God. <laughs> Threw that out right away. I didn't even read it. Who that. wrote this? I think I was just doing construction. Someone named Frank. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's always a Frank that thinks they can tackle the subject oh, matter. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot of... Student body, yeah. everybody. Go anyway. see it. Or don't. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> or don't. Sniff it out in your local theater. It's probably not playing. Or playing. It's probably not yeah. on. Whatever. <laughs> I forget what the word is. Not I like running. how you said sniff it out at your local theater. <laughs> Remember, sniff it out. If you can smell spilled soda and buttery popcorn on the floor, you're at the right place. No, I meant I meant the show is trash. Well, yeah, <laughs> I was saying the theater is trash. Therefore, the show would be there. The theater is not trash. The theater. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen of the Jura. The Jura. Great bears and squares of my hairs. It's time for another round of dares. Gather round, gather round, and hear my tale with big ear sounds. I, I got nowhere Are else you to saying that this. we're doing a sim now? Uh, I'm not running the sims today, so uh, I don't are know. Are you guys ready to step <laughs> in and put on your big old sim helmets? Oh, well, yeah. I, I'm wearing my boots. I've got my coveralls on. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> that's actually. I feel cool. I feel yeah, prepared. I got my that's opportune, Quentin. I, I got my cowboy tuster jacket. Oh, really? You guys are. Tuster jacket. Yeah. I didn't tell you what I wrote about, did we're, I? We're two big tough ruffins from coming right off the range. We're here to tell you what's going around with your mm. sims. Now slap us into that hollow <laughs> deck and lasso us up. Honestly, that's just time. Today's today's guest star in this western themed sim is Clint Eastwood. <laughs> <laughs> I know. This is really funny. I literally, like, I didn't mention anything that I wrote about to you guys, right? I'm not, no. not to give no. any, like, you're about to step in, but the first line I wrote. We, <laughs> we've got <laughs> nothing but curveballs here. Let's get into it. All right, fine. <laughs> put, put your helmets on. Yeah. Are you guys ready to go? Yes. Let me, let me put this pea shooter down. <laughs> <Shut> up. <laughs> All right, I'm ready. All right, so you guys are going to be as you are for the simulation. Um, no crazy enhancements, but you are uh, an android. I don't uh, have cowboy modules. You can't be cowboys. <laughs> I will allow that. Root. Um, Rootin' tootin' <laughs> shootin'. <yes>. Six <laughs> so, spit shooting. You guys... Spittin'. No, that's <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna dock up on a planet. It's space nighttime. All right. Um, it's it's not too bright outside, but you spot like a little light down on the surface of a planet. On the space range. And you need to you need to land. So you land, and the doors they open up. You step out, and you are on a space farm. Um, wait, hold on. Can we mosey? You can out? mosey on out. You gotta like hook your. Thumb I wanna make the, the clang of my spurs. <laughs> my spurs and jangle my way <laughs> down the down the <laughs> ramp. Whatever it's called. Chunk, chunk, chunk. <laughs> All right. So, in uh, close by to where you guys landed, you see some space cows. They're bright blue, and there's bright red ones. They're walking around in a, a pretty decent sized, wide open space pasture. Um, you see, like, there's a, there's a barn, a space barn over there, and you can see a couple of milk pails, uh, kind of sitting near the corner of it. Um, a couple of yards to the left, you see a space coop full of what look like they could be chickens, but the ones that are still awake and kind of pecking around have human-like eyes. (laughs) Um, you're sitting there, it's the middle of the space night, uh, so it's, it's not super bright, but there's a space farmhouse. Is that lone star on the <laughs> range shining right above? Yeah, and it says, how you doing there? Um, okay, good. <laughs> we could guide our ma'am. this night. There's a, there's a farmhouse, a space farmhouse, um, about 30 yards to your right, uh, and it's got some space smoke exiting up through its chimney, and uh, one window is lit up. Making its exit. <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, and it looks like another few yards uh, to, the, to the left of that, there's some space stables, but you can't really see what is in there. So what what are your first moves? What do you guys want to do? Mm. I'll poke my head into the well, stable. I, I was going to go to the house. Well, I say, how about this? Let's, 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 well, hold, hold on to your space yeah. horses, my there young There are some cow space fellows. farmers that live in the let house. Me, let me rustle us up a fire. And we'll cook a few beans and then make our decision. How's that mm. sound? I'll pull out my old whiskey boot and we can have a sit-sit chat about the situation. Mm. I like beans, so I'll go with that. They're space beans, too. Even better. So they're all kinds of different colors. Mm. 
I'll go with that. All right, so you guys are going to set up a fire. Where where on the, the farm do you want to set up this fire? Do you want to be closer to the pasture? Slap dab right in the middle <laughs> of the center of all the right, things. Right in the middle. So I can keep an eye on it all. All right. So you guys start up this fire. You take out your beans. You're going to pop open those cans. You're going to set them right on the top. Mm. You're going to eat them beans. And yum, yum. <laughs> eat them up. Hungry like a I don't need a spoon. Where's I my just cup? eat it by the canful. <laughs> I sup it down I my gullet. I do um, eat the can with the beans. <laughs> you need the yeah. iron. They're aluminum. <laughs> <laughs> So you guys are sitting there eating space beans. It's it's a, it's a modest fire. It's not making too much uh, too much light. Um, but the smoke you notice is a different color from the smoke than than coming out of the chimney. It looks a little bit more like what you'd find on Earth. And you start to realize that the the smoke what? coming out of the the chimney to to your right it looks a little thick. Like not like thick as in wide, but thick as in like it looks less than gaseous. What? <laughs> it's a bit. Thick as in human bodies are burning in what the What is this witchcraft smoke. up on yonder? But Pull out your pea shooters, boys. <laughs> That's there could be something dangerous on the I'm horizon. just swinging the barrels over. <laughs> there. So are you guys are you are you still just sitting around your fire? You just took out your weapons? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm putting beads <laughs> in my gun. Um I'm just gonna. I don't want to kill yeah. them. One. We don't wanna, need to be loading sure them with peas yet. But that's it. <laughs> Still into no, no, no peas. With beans. Okay. With beans, right? With beans. Beans so are the safety mechanism. Listen here, cowboy. Listen here, cowboy. You better put some beans in that pea shoot, or otherwise we're gonna have us a whole heap of yeah. in trouble. Soon there'll be smoke coming out of you, not the chimney. <laughs> You don't want to hear me squeal. I squeal real <laughs> it's All right, I'll do it. <laughs> Just like. All right. Yeah, we don't want to. So, at nobody. the smell uh, of the beans that you guys are scooping with uh, with the fistfuls out of your cans and into your pea shooters, those chickens over on the side they start getting a little bit rowdy and they start kind of rustling together and making little. I'm gonna oh, stare oh, one in the noises. eye till it shuts up. With deep, soulful human-like with eyes. Deep, soulful human-like eyes. <laughs> That's one hell of a staring contest. Uh, I'm in. Let let me do an animal handling check. <laughs> see, see, see if I can calm Is that going to be a 1d20 or high? That's a 1d20 plus oh my, my proficiency badge, which is plus 7, because wow. I am a cowboy. That is fair. So. Well, I think, hold on, let me... He, God, he does have a bottle him. of, you know, essence of animals, so it gives him a plus 5 boost. The musky scent of, of exactly. goat. Exactly. So Rubbed into my thick I beard. rolled a d20 for you, Quentin. What'd I get? You got a six. So <laughs> Shit. Um, those chickens start getting a little bit louder and a, a little bit oh. angrier. They start making their way out of the coop and they're going... Do they look, and they're making I'm their way over to your fire. Wait, do they look scary and like they want to get at us? Or I don't... <laughs> They just look, they just look give hairy. Give them the beans. They look, um. <laughs> All right, you're going to give some beans to the chickens. Eat up, um, freaks. This, it does nullify them. They start to, they start to go quiet. And they actually, they start to fall asleep very, very quickly. They drop. I, but you can I tell know, they're space snoring. Chickens they're not can't dead. handle space beans. It's a known cowboy <laughs> fact. You are you the wisest of like, cowboys. Case closed. Plus seven in animal <laughs> handling. What can I tell you? <laughs> a whole lot, I guess. A whole lot of WIS. Now, now, what are them cows doing over there? The red wiz. 
So, yeah, there's two. It looks like almost two different species of cows. They look really similar to one another, but some of them are bright red and some of them are bright blue. Okay. Uh, so you walked a little bit closer when you lit your fire so you can see there's like a, a stack of milk pails in the corner. And they're all just kind of dolefully walking around the way that earth cows do. They got those big old cow Ava. eyes. Yeah. But there's space cows. Let's do, milk Ava. one do, do, of do each. Do me a favor. Connor and I will stay right on lookout. Go over and sniff that milk. Tell me what you smell. All right, yeah, fuck it. If, if you don't mind, please. <laughs> All right, I'm going to walk over and sniff the milk. Be, be careful, be careful. I'm going to look out. I'm on lookout All watching right. Overwatch for, mm. for David here in you, case anything goes goes. You awry. look that way, I'll look exactly, that exactly, way. Exactly, exactly. In case anything goes. So, David, you pick up a milk pail and you realize that it's empty. There's nothing in there. It's just like a little spider crawling around at the bottom of you. You know, you kind of shake it out. You go like, there's nothing in here, guys. There's a spider, though. <laughs> Let's ask the spider what it Can knows. Spider talk? So the spider looks up at you and says, uh, Hey, hey, kid, you yeah. like milk? Yeah, milk's what, pretty good. It's talking to David. It's talking to David. <laughs> Connor, we're on Overwatch. Let David handle this. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm very easily distracted. That's fine. That's fine. Go, look at that like chimney milk. over there and them, them, them stables that got them. Yeah, out. Exactly. I'll say, yeah. I... So the spider's asking you, you yeah, like milk? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I like milk. You like nice uh, raw dairy milk? <laughs> yeah. <the> spider. <laughs> Space age dairy milk. <laughs> yeah. Space age. I think you should go pull on some of them cow tits, eh, kid? All right. Bring me on over. Bring me on over. All right, screw it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So which? Uh, so you're gonna go walk over to a cow. Do you, which? Which cow do you want to walk over to? A red one, a blue one. Red one. Bold All right. So you choice, walk over to David. a red cow. You got this weird little spider on your shoulder, and when you guys reach the red cow, he jumps onto the back of the spider and he goes, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just go ahead and pull on it. Pull on it. So you're gonna put the pail underneath and you're gonna start milking the cow? Question yep. mark. All right, so you start milking the cow. Out shoots a spurt of pure fire uh, that <laughs> manifests in like a little weird plasma orby ball, and it sits in the bottom of the milk uh, milk pail. So it's not like a not like a campfire or a trash fire or anything. It's like a little orb of, of flame uh, sitting at the bottom of the pail. Boys, something you don't see. Load day. up for cow. This is evil. Mm. <laughs> Un- Better be loading up. Unload with the peas. beans. Put the peas in. It's time to murder. These are evil cows. Mm. <laughs> Let's see if we How can make an alliance left? with the blue cows. There are uh, six of open cows, fire. The red and the blue. <laughs> we got six. We got twelve bullets <laughs> between each of us. No, wait, Connor's David's got some too. We kill them all. I feel so bad. <laughs> I want to start. They're evil. Let's, Matter of fact, I trust that spider. Her. I don't trust this place. Whoa, whoa, whoa! That spider's Easy talking there, to it's probably the devil. Um, I was with you for that a while there, the but devil now I can see. Well, hold on, my brother. Tell the spider, hold on. You the devil? No, man, no, I'm not the devil. I'm don't not the devil. Don't listen to that six-leg freak, or I'm gonna plug you, spider. I'm All gonna right. plug you right All now. Right. David, watch your head. Spider on my hand and say, "You should have said you were, and then I'll crush it." Dig, that's my man, David. All right, let's kill these cows. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! So guys, I want to uh, talk to one of these blue ones first. See if we can get an alliance right, going fine, on. Fine, fine, fine. <laughs> all right, you approach the cow, and what do you say to the cow? I say, "What's up?" Cow says, 
Oh, the red ones can talk. Okay, interesting. Um, milk that cow. Talk. I'm gonna say moo back. <laughs> the cow says, fuck oh, you. Oh, shit. <laughs> what? And I say, well, now you know how it feels when I don't get right, an answer. Enough of these cows. They're rude. Let, let's check out the house, and then we'll probably have to leave soon. <laughs> I don't yeah. even, uh, all right, fine. We'll check out so, the house. You guys are being kind of loud out in that pasture talking to those cows and spiders and crushing stuff, so <laughs> shoot, shoot, threatening to open shooters. fire. You hear you hear some some thump 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 thumping uh, happen rip, inside rip. the house, and, and you kind of you cock your 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 pea shooters are wary as you listen in, and suddenly out pops a little um. Best way I can describe it is like an octopus wearing overalls. Mm. <laughs> uh, That's dead in a heartbeat. He does have, <laughs> but he's he's walking out. He kind of looks like the the guy who owns this place. He looks like a, a farmer. Smells he's like got a, a little farmer, mustache. Huh? A landowner. And he goes, what are you guys doing? Who are you? Bang, bang, bang. Get out of here, you freak. Whoa. So you start, you start shooting I want to kill him. I don't trust him, and I don't trust his cows. So he, he grabs your little pea bullets and beans out of the air with his legs, and he starts throwing them into his mouth. And every time he eats one, he gets uh, three inches taller. Oh, shit. All right. All right. I'm going to put my gun down, walk up to the octopus man, and be like, Forgive my friends, they're a little slow here. We just got here and don't know what's going on. The boot on. knife is out, he and I'm running. He cuts you off, and he, <laughs> he you... grabs you with one of his cowboy tentacles. I cut the tentacle okay. off and free myself. Wait, who did he grab, Connor or Quentin? Uh, I think me. He grabs Connor, because Connor approached Wait, him. No, I'm freeing Connor! <laughs> <laughs> well, hold up there, we're just communicating. <laughs> he goes, yeah, we're having a conversation. He goes, like, this is how we talk. Whatever. Right. So he's holding Boot you up in the air, away. and he says, "He says you milk one of my cows." We tried one, and a puff ball of fire came out. So I'm very confused. They're nothing like cows I've seen before. Ball of fire, you said. Something like that. And he he stops for a second, and then he very gently places Connor back down on the ground, and he starts to kind of flip flop over to where you guys are standing. And he says, show me, show me the pail. Show me the pail of the fire. All right, give, him the, give him the ball. I'll hand him the pail. This is clearly a powerful creature. He snatches it away with his, with his, uh, one of his tentacles. An elder's horror. I hate this planet. In overalls. <laughs> and he looks into the, into the tin. And he looks That's at you guys and he goes, Old Bessie's been dry for 14 fortnights. I didn't uh, think I'd ever see her spout no flames again. I owe you folks a debt of gratitude. What can I do I for ready you? I to kill this man. I wanted him dead and kind of still do. Kill yourself, well, sir. He's offering. What? No! I want your phone. Don't. don't do- <laughs> No, don't do that. Do you, say, do you say that to him? What, I just hold on. Disregard, disregard my says, delusional partner right now. <laughs> no, 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 no. He doesn't even listen to what Connor's saying. He says, my people are an honorable folk. And he pulls out a, a big old farm rake that you didn't know he was hiding. And he sticks it on the ground and he falls on it. And oh, he's good people. Let's go in and get that deed. <laughs> And sell this land to the next <laughs> jackass that wants to make a mall out of here. Take that money, refuel our ship, get the fuck out of here. 
All Who right, do we good sell job, it? guys. I picked, I chose, you, you, you let me load my cowboy program, and that's how he behaves. He's just pure chaotic evil. <laughs> okay. But don't, they, those cows looked strange to him. Didn't trust them. They started shooting fire. An elder chore in the overalls comes creeping out of some building that they're clearly doing. Nope. <laughs> God, you and your cognitive plus, distortions. Well, plus, we're running really like we got a wrap. Uh, we're yeah. over our hour. Okay. Uh, so I was, I was just trying to. Emma, I'm sorry. I was just trying to kill. No, I knew exactly things. what you were doing, and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's get to the. <laughs> <laughs>